Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball. This is the podcast. We talk about baseball 52 weeks out of the year. There is no off-season. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this outside on the 29th day of September, 2017, sitting on a stone wall in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. Hey, um... This is going to be one of those podcasts where I stop and start it, and I wanted to capture this moment. Uh, as I'm here, I, I'm wiping some dirt off of my knee. Now, let me explain to you what happened. Uh, I, I was walking. I, I dropped my kids off at school. I was walking back to my house, and uh, I was going to pick something up at the grocery store. And while I was walking to the grocery store, I fell. I just fell. I didn't trip. I didn't trip over my feet. I just fell. I was walking and I fell. And there was there's dirt in my shopping bag and a song in my heart. My, my pants have like grass stains on them. They're actually... Not shitty pants either. I mean, I'm wearing decent pants. And they got grass stains on I look like a hillbilly. And I fell. Inexplicably. There's no reason. There was no animal that I was avoiding. Uh, there was no one bumped into me. There wasn't like a, a, a crazy person. You know, sometimes you've seen a crazy person walking at you on the sidewalk. And say, geez, I better move out of the way because I do not want to be in this guy's peripheral vision. No, I was walking. I was listening to my uh, the podcast of uh, Never Not Funny with Jimmy Pardo. And as I want to do, is there's an episode I haven't heard yet. And I fell. I just inexplicably was a heap. And there was like, and where I fell into was kind of like, there was like a, a little planter where there was a bush. So there was dirt. It wasn't even just that I fell on concrete. I fell in dirt, you understand. Now, I'm 45. I'm not young. I'm young for two things. I'm young for a heart attack, and I'm young to be a Supreme Court justice. But other than that, I'm, I'm not, but I'm not so old that I'm like, oh, he's, he's collapsing there, Charlie. He's collapsing. So I just fell. And... What I'm hoping is, is it's not an omen. That's because I'm also wearing my Boston Red Sox cap. And I'm hoping it's not a sign. I hope it's not a sign for what the hell is happening here. Because only two things have to happen to have me be really pissed off at the end of this baseball season. The Red Sox have absolutely found a wonderful time to have their starting pitching turn to crap. Yesterday, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez was garbage. The day before, uh, Rick Porcello got the win, but he was garbage. I mean, he let up five runs. That's garbage. Kill the win. I totally understand. The day before, hey, there's Chris Sale. There's our big Cy Young candidate, even our MVP candidate. He got his ass kicked. You know, and the day before that, the Red Sox, uh, Pomerantz got his ass kicked. So Pomerantz, 
Sale, Porcello, Rodriguez, all had just terrible, terrible starts. Meanwhile, the Astros' starting pitching has been unbelievable. The Indians are pitching like everyone they, they, they hand the ball to it suddenly turns into a Cy Young candidate. And there's also a trem- and, and the Red Sox are going to go into the playoffs with their starting rotation looking like garbage. And oh wait, I'm making a giant assumption here. Because if the Red Sox don't win a game for the rest of the year and the Yankees sweep the Blue Jays. Now those are two things that are not outlandish. Let's say the Red Sox lose three in a row to the Houston Astros, who are a potential 100-win team. And let's say the Yankees win three in a row. Anyone can win three in a row. Hell, the Houston Astros lost four in a row to the Oakland A's uh, two or three weeks ago. So going on a three-game losing streak in baseball, while not entirely calm, usually you take two out of three or you lose two out of three, If those two things happen, then guess what? The Red Sox have to play a one-game playoff, and if they lose that one-game playoff, they have to play another one-game playoff. And then this could be a year that doesn't turn into piddly-poo, and the Yankees win the division. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, because the Red Sox magic number is one. One. And all it takes is one Yankee loss or one Red Sox win and they're the division champs. Now, the way their pitching looks right now, I don't give them a hope in hell against the Astros or the Indians, but at least they'd be the division champs for the first time in Red Sox history to be the division champs in back-to-back seasons. Isn't that amazing? They've been in the playoffs in back-to-back years where there's always been a wild card thrown in there. But here we are. The division is not clinched. And part of the reason it's not clinched is because their starting pitching has been garbage this week. If they won one more game, just one other game, they would be the division champions right now, and they could just line everything up this weekend. Just line everything up, give some players some rest and everything. But now there's a sense of urgency. They got to win one, or they got to hope the Blue Jays win one. Otherwise, we're in a mess. Now, a very weird thing is happening here. A very weird thing is the the Yankees are playing a day game, and I actually had to double-check to see if it was a doubleheader or not, but it's not. They're just inexplicably playing a day game uh, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon New York time, 10 a.m. here in California. And Tanaka, who has been thoroughly mediocre this year against, uh, uh, is it Bianini? I don't know, but who's been awful for the Blue Jays. Now, if the Yankees happen to lose this morning, then all this is a moot point. Then the Red Sox should just get swept. And it doesn't matter. Because they'll be the division champs. And yes, they should celebrate. They should celebrate in the locker room because it is winning a division over 162 games is, is very good. And I can't get too angry with the Red Sox because, you know, they're... They are in, unless they have a cataclysmic collapse, they are going to be a division champion. And even if they lose the rest of their games, they're going to win 92 games. They've won 92 games this year. That's a good year. 
and about as well as I thought they'd be. I didn't pick them to win the World Series. I didn't think they were as strong as anyone. If you told me at the beginning of the year, hey, the Red Sox are going to win 92 games and win the division, I'd say, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. You know, I didn't think the Yankees were going to be as good as they were this year. Give them credit. Give the Red Sox credit for going to play two lousy teams, Baltimore and Cincinnati, and sweeping them, sweeping them both to get them to this point. Because if, if we were going to this weekend, I mean, if they had just taken two out of three from Baltimore and two out of three from Cincinnati, and we were going to this weekend with the Yankees only one game back, I'd be, I'd be having a conniption fit. So it could all be a moot point. If Tanaka gets shelled this afternoon, I'm sorry, I'm sitting by the edge of the road, but I fell on my face. And I'm hoping the Red Sox don't do the same. If Tanaka gets bombed, then the Red Sox should show, oh, we're the division champs. Now, I have to say, it is weird winning a division like that. And I've seen the Red Sox several times get into the postseason in kind of a weird way. 1988, the Morgan Magic year, the Red Sox went in and they had a very, they, they had a bad final week of the season. I think they only won one game in the final week of the season. And they got blown out one day, but the Tigers also lost that game. And so they backed in, they won the division title. And I remember I was, this is when I was living in Palo Alto as a high school student. And I had only experienced the Red Sox in the postseason once before that. That was 86. 86, they won the division at home at a day game on the weekend. It was either Saturday or Sunday. Oil Cam Boyd threw a complete game victory. There was a big pile. I'd never seen the Red Sox win the division before. And, and then they won the pennant at Fenway Park, and there was a big celebration there. In 88, they won the division, as I said, a day they lost, but the Angels, or, or the, the, the Tigers, sorry, lost a game late, and so that was that, and they, like, they had a pizza party or something. And I felt that was, that's odd. That's odd that they go, they, they won the division but there wasn't that moment of celebration. There wasn't that exaltation. It became mathematics. Uh, in, in last year, they lost a game where the bullpen had a complete meltdown. They let up like four or five runs in the bottom of the ninth. It ended on a walk-off grand slam by Mark Teixeira. And so the Red Sox walked off the field in a humiliating bullpen meltdown loss, and there were bottles of champagne to get ready to celebrate because uh, Baltimore had lost earlier that day, so mathematically, the Red Sox were the division champs. And that felt weird last year. It's like you don't have that moment of exaltation and celebration. Uh, there, there are some years, like, I mean, I remember they won the, when they won the division in... 1995, they did it at home. It was at Fenway Park. There was a big celebration. And when they won the division in 2013, they did it at home. It was at Fenway Park. It was a big celebration. When they won the division in 2007, they won a game, and then everyone stuck around Fenway Park, and they showed the Baltimore Yankee game on the Jumbotron, and the Orioles won on a walk-off hit, which 
effectively, which mathematically clinched the division for the Red Sox, and everyone was still there, so there's a big celebration. That always feels cool when there is a celebration in a moment, and it's not like, oh, we're on the road, and mathematically, we're the champs. Now, if the, you know, the Red Sox are at home, what I would like, an ideal situation for me, would be the Yankees win this, this afternoon, and the Red Sox win this evening. Like a dramatic win, a walk-off home run by Ben Attendee or something like that, and it's a great moment, there's a big celebration. But I also know that I can't really be picky. I can't root for that. I have to root for the Blue Jays. I have to say, look it, let's just end this. The Red Sox could have won the division last night, but they got their butts kicked. They lost, what was it, 12-2? Whatever it was, as my mom would say, it was a lot to not enough. They got their asses handed to them at home, and it wasn't even close. And if they had won the game yesterday, then this whole week they would have had the celebration and then be able to just take these next few days as kind of a, a scrimmage, as a sort of let's get some people time off and everything. And I know that I can't be picky about it. If the Yankees lose this, I have to root for that because i got to get this, this over with. They have to be the division champs. And if they had just won one other game, or the Yankees had lost, lost one other game somewhere along the way, hey, remember that game where the Red Sox lost in extra innings to the Yankees? You know, and, and you know, they, the, that Kimbrell blew the save late and went like 16 innings. Yeah, yeah, if they won that game, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But they didn't, and here we are. Look it. I think the Red Sox are going to win one out of three games. Just one. And that's all they need. I'd like to get this out of the way so I can have a relaxing weekend with my family and not be staring at the TV or checking the scores, wondering what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And I hope the Red Sox don't do what I did, which was fall on my face inexplicably. Hey, let's talk about another thing, which is a bit of a flopperino. Remember how just a few weeks ago, we looked like we were about to head into what was possibly the greatest finale of a baseball season we've seen in a while. One game was separating three or four teams in the American League wildcard, and one game was separating three teams for the National League Central title, and all of a sudden, thanks to a Colorado slump, one or two games separated three teams from the NL wildcard. And we said, oh my God, are the Brewers going to catch the Cubs? Are the Brewers going to catch the Rockies? Are the Cardinals somehow in it? Who, which one of these teams is going to make it out of it in the American League? Will it be the Angels? Will it be the Twins? Will it be the Royals? Are the Yankees going to fall back? Will Tampa be back? And that final day of the season where all the games start at the same time, so if there are these great races and everything like that, you'll be checking the scores, checking the scores. Nope! 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 That final day of the season could be a big old pile of nothing. Let's just say the following things happen today. The Yankees lose. Colorado wins. Milwaukee loses. Those three things. Or the Red Sox win. If one of those, one of those two things happen in the American League, and the Rockies win, and the Brewers lose, 
If those things happen, then guess what? The entire final day of the season is a turkey. Not one meaningful game will be played. Not one. Because if the Red Sox get that last, the only thing that would be up in the air was who would, get, who would have the top spot in the American League, the uh, Indians or the Astros. And, and dig this. Okay, let's throw one other thing into, into the mix. If these things happen today, if the Indians win, the Red Sox win or the Yankees lose, the Brewers lose, and the Rockies win, those four things, then that makes Sunday, guess what, triple-A players for everybody. That'll be it. Because everything, the, the Astros have to have more wins than the Indians. The Indians just have to tie the Astros because the Indians have the, the, the tiebreaker. And right now, the Indians are a game ahead of the Astros. If they win, there, there's no way the Astros could leapfrog them. Am I right? I think that's right. Either way, who cares? Who freaking cares? That's what we're going to oh, get ready for Sunday. Who will be positioned for the top spot? I mean, that's yawn. We thought we were going to be getting, oh, my God, there's four or five games that could have meaning of who's going to get into the postseason this year. Nope. Nope. Now, as it stands right now, you know, we, we know if the Red Sox win one game or the Yankees lose one game, then it's going to be Yankees-Twins. And those teams can line up their pitchers. And then we'll know that the Red Sox won't have home field in the first round. So they're going to play either the Astros or the Indians, and it doesn't look good for them either way. Meanwhile, if the Rockies win one game and the Brewers lose one game, then everything's lined up. We, we will know everything. Saturday and Sunday will be a big pile of meaningless. After all this buildup for what was going to be a great finale. And it's nobody's fault. It's just there have been some te- First of all, you got to give a lot of credit to the Cleveland Indians. A lot of credit to the Indians. Because even after their, their big winning streak ended, they've won eight of their last ten games. And they've not been letting anyone win on their watch. You know, they've not been phoning it in. And give credit to the Astros, who dusted themselves off and... and are playing great ball, and they're probably going to be a 100-win team this year. And, you know, I've been crapping on the Red Sox in the last bunch of games, but they've won seven of their last ten to get to this point. And the Yankees have been playing great ball, too. So, you know, the, the big contenders have been playing really well. And teams like the Detroit Tigers are playing so horribly that I, I think it's borderline unfair. The Tigers are probably the worst team in baseball, or the Giants, one of those two. The, the, the two teams that play in the 2012 World Series are going to be the worst teams in baseball in 2017. And we are going to have one dud of a final game of the season, of which, I, I mean, look it, I don't know if I'm going to watch an inning of the final day of the season. Why? Well, because I'm going to be watching a crapload of baseball this October, 
And I think maybe this Sunday should be all about the family and be like, hey, do you know what? Let's all go do something together because there's going to be a lot of times I'm going to say, okay, come on, I got to, come on, you know, the the the, the twins and the Astros are playing. I got to I got to watch it. Notice how I already eliminated the Yankees. All right, so it's about nine o'clock in the morning here in California, and I am going to walk back to my house. And when I pick this back up, the Yankees-Blue Jays game will be over, and we'll see what happens. Well, the Yankees won. The Yankees won convincingly. It wasn't a blowout, but it was a 4 nothing victory over Toronto. And Masahiro Tanaka... Struck out 15 batters in seven shutout innings. Pretty safe to say, barring someone throwing a no-hitter, he's going to own baseball and keep the Yankees in line for a potential American League East showdown for this weekend. So it comes down to Doug Fister. Doug Fister's got to beat, what's his name? Uh, Is it Charlie Morton? Yeah, Charlie Morton uh, is pitching for Houston. And, uh, all right, well, I wanted them to clinch on the field. Here's what you got to do, Red Sox. Win. Just win today. Win the damn game, and then you can just line everything else up. You want to give, give Sale a short start. Uh, you have Pomerantz throwing tomorrow. You know, I mean, I, I just, just, just win the damn game. You're at home. The scary thing about facing the Houston Astros in you know, assuming that the Red Sox win one game or the Yankees lose one game is if you look at the last bunch of games with Houston, let's just go back to, uh, where's a good place to go back to? Um, did they play? All right, they scored five runs on Sunday, but they lost that game to the Angels. Okay, so let's go back to this last week. Monday. The uh, Astros won 11-2. Tuesday, the Astros won 14-3. Wednesday, the Astros won by a final score of... Where where the hell is it? Did they play on Wednesday? I thought they won on Wednesday. Um, 12-2. Last night. They won again 12-2. The Astros are not only ready for the postseason, they're kicking everyone's ass, which makes me a little worried. They're not just winning. They're winning by wide margins. And all I need them to do is lose tonight. And if they win on Saturday and Sunday 48 to nothing and 50 to negative 2, I don't really care because the Red Sox would have won the division. And then once the division series starts, everything goes back to zero, which is kind of true. Now, if, if if players are hurt or pitchers are being ineffective, you it, it does affect games. You do see pitchers go on slumps or maybe those mechanics are wrong or something like that. Things are clearly clicking for the damn Houston Astros. They're kick they're kicking everyone's butt extra, you know, double digits to to single digits. So I just need one day, one effing day, 
Yeah, if the Red Sox win 15 to 14, I don't care. 1 nothing, 15 to 14, 15 nothing. I don't care. Have more runs than the Astros at the end of tonight. Be the American League champion, American League East champions, and let's move on with our lives. So, I'm going to come back hopefully talking about the American League Eastern Division champion Red Sox. Well, there you go. The Red Sox lost by one run. Hanley Ramirez struck out with a bases loaded to end either the 6th or 7th. I don't completely remember. All I know is that the Red Sox had the winning run at the plate in the bottom of the ninth inning. And here we are. We're going into Saturday. Now, the Red Sox are going into the postseason. We already know that. But, jeez, I want to win the damn division. And all we have to do is have just you know one swing of the bat in the bottom of the ninth, and this whole thing would be over. Said I got to live with this tomorrow morning, ten o'clock tomorrow morning. This starts again, and the day that began when I fell on my face ends with the Red Sox doing the same. So go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. I can't believe I have to do this again tomorrow. This is the Sully Baseball Podcast for the 29th day of September 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call me Sully.